This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc. And the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc.com slash drink. All right, we're rolling, Em. It's August. August. Um... How do you Back feel about August? School. Do you have a, a good feeling, a bad feeling, a I have a feeling? bad feeling about August because it always made me think I was going back to school. Thank you. That's what I think. Seriously? Like, I don't understand this month. I feel like people act like, oh, it's summertime. And in my head, it's like, no, it's depressing because school's starting. Yeah, again. it's the twilight zone of like... Oh, I'm supposed to be happy, but all I can yeah. feel is imminent doom. <laughs> it's like the Sunday scaries, but for August. <laughs> yeah. For a month. And I feel bad because I, I have a lot of friends and family whose birthdays are in August, so I'm not trying to discount your excitement and happiness. It's just like, it's rough times because it's also, still so hot and it feels like summer and then you have to go to school. Yeah, I feel like in August, if you're doing anything for fun, it's because you have to cram it in now because you only have a few weeks left. Right. And like, I shouldn't even be saying this because I'm I'm spending like two and a half weeks in Europe in August. I'm like having the best time. But in my head, I just revert to that like. Ugh. I do too. When you spend up until 18 years old. That's true. Hating August. Every um, year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's And I, I also have friends whose birthdays are in August, but ever, but it was like. Even in my mind, secretly, I was like, oh, when it's your... Because they were also late August. They were Forget like, it. 
the 20s and so i was like oh the second it's your birthday like what are we even celebrating like like <laughs> we're probably studying for a test yeah screw you because uh, my birth our birthdays you know that like was the beginning of summer time. It's like, like summer is starting and we can have a pool party to kick off the year everyone's excited they're celebrating their birthday but they're also celebrating their unadulterated joy for the next three months That's exactly right we're free there's freedom and then at like my friend Brandy's birthday, we'd be like, congratulations. Are you okay? <laughs> like, do normal people feel this way? I think only the mentally unwell, but... Oh, so most of us. Okay, got it. <laughs> well, um, I will say... Um, I am not in great spirits today, so that might be a part of it, because I am um, not able to eat food for... Oh, here we go. 36 hours? Something like that. If anyone um, uh, just listened to our episode uh-huh, 338 yeah. we were discussing this but poor christine's tummy and tushy have a doctor's appointment and she can't eat because of that stinks and, she- and i i can't even eat the good flavors of like popsicles and like you know i can't drink anything that's not like clear mm. so i got myself a sprite <laughs> the way that you scoffed at sprite is the way i scoffed at my friend brandy's birthday in august <laughs> You just did this. Like, I have never seen, like, one body make an entire eye roll, but you just did it. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, I got a Sprite. (laughs) It's supposed to be fun, I guess. Yeah, what a treat. (laughs) God, I'm a Well, what about, I think San Pellegrino's are all clear, even the flavored ones. Yeah, that's true. Well, the ones I have are, like, the blood orange, and they're, like, kind of reddish, and I'm not supposed to have anything red. I was literally going to suggest the blood orange Because those are my favorite. And I literally have one in the fridge. (laughs) I'm, like, so annoyed. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, it's fine. It's first world problems, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm Well, no one wants anything up their butt, you know? So, like... Well, some people do. Some people do, but not... I would argue a lot of people do. I would argue medically, no one does. Medically, maybe not. Medically, probably not. Mm -hmm. So I think even though it's a first world problem, it is a universal fear. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I... I feel, I hope, I'm hopeful they will sedate me. Some places, like, don't really. I don't know. I mean, oh, I think Christine. They, I, think I would have, will. I would I know, call but after every story, place. Oh, yeah, after my story. I, look, <sighs> I, after my story, I can't even get into my fucking vein situation currently because it's ongoing. But. God, God, God. I, do you know what I found out, which, like, wow, just pisses me off. And, like, maybe it was based on location, but I'm reading it as the patriarchy, is, uh, my friend Tiana was in town and we were talking about um I have really bad heartburn as pretty much everyone on earth knows. And I have to get one of those like things where they like put it through your nose and down your throat, the camera oh, an endoscopy. Yeah. And so I don't have to anytime soon. I look after the veins in my heart, I'm like taking a goddamn break. Yeah, forget it. But eventually I have to do that and I will actively avoid getting that done because it sounds miserable. And Tiana said, oh, my husband had to get that and he got sedated for it. But anyone else I know who have all been women never once even had sedation as an option. And so it just feels... They definitely sedate, sedated me for mine in Cincinnati. Uh, really? Okay, Allison's yeah. gotten one. My mom's gotten one. My neighbor got one. One, one of my childhood friends got one. I was none, like None of them out. were even... Sedated, it wasn't even an option. It was like, okay, we'll sit here and we're just going to shove it down your throat and tolerate it and then no no i definitely was sedated for that so if that's any consolation 
I mean, okay, good. Because for a second, I was like, are they only giving poor, weak little men? Like, I was like, I, I just like really got so feminist all of a sudden. I was like, are wow. You me? So that's <laughs> what it took, huh? <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, why on earth also, is he getting sedation like, and nobody else is? Um, a lot of times, like, you can just, like, I've done this because I was so scared for my colonoscopy in Los Angeles that I said, like, I'd really like to be put under. And they were like, okay, we can add that to your chart, like, that you'd like extra sedative oh anytime i can be sedated i i but, am like you should definitely say it before the appointment because they my doctor put it in the chart and then they were like with my Don't worry trust me the second i walked into maybe getting my veins ripped out of my leg the first thing i said was yeah, i would like to be put under. did they no, they don't. They don't do that for the procedure. Not oh. just at that location, apparently. Well, I think they should. Uh, <laughs> Me too. No, well, obviously that too. But I think they should for a for an endoscopy if you if you uh, ask for it. That now that I know, well, that was what I was going to say next. Is now that I know that someone has been put under for that, there's no way I'm not being put under for that. Absolutely, no I would never. I, I would not do it again. I would never have done it if I had thought it was not yeah unconscious experience well then let me uh re-advise you on your on your uh on what you've already said about yourself anyway but please definitely make sure you're getting sedated if you can absolutely always yes please put me uh, always put me underneath o-u-t yeah out cold (laughs) um so anyway this is the august listeners episode clearly we're bringing some really special energy to this one (laughs) we have a lot of (laughs) personal fiery grievances first of all it's august indeed and uh isn't it almost leo oh it is leo season right early august is leo season. speaking of fiery is what i was trying to go for and your baby is a leo no libra yeah dude okay october first I know, but you hear Leona, and I'm like, well, that would have oh, been Oh, that Well, and, I remember being know. pregnant and being like, oh, it's Leo season. Okay, I guess it's acceptable if she's born now. And then Blaze was like, no, because she'd be two months early. And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> that part's not good. I don't want that part. So never mind. Uh, um, well, let me grab my Sprite. I'm so sorry. I left it in my little mini fridge. Is that okay? okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. By the way, anybody who is listening, uh, we did trash August, but- Leo season is my favorite goddamn season. I've never met a Leo I didn't like. And Leos are the people who like when I Sorry, I didn't have headphones on. What? Oh, I wasn't talking to you. So oh. that's <laughs> interesting. Sorry. I'll take uh, them back off. Uh so I was saying that my favorite sign, I love a Libra. I but my my go-to favorite is always a Leo. Anytime I meet somebody, I never know their sign. Like there's some people who can just look at someone and be like, mm, you're a Taurus, aren't you? I can only do that for Leos. And I Interesting. But I'll never you, guess I mean, you're you a Leo. Did just call call my baby a Leo, so like maybe you're not as good as you think. Well, I'm saying <laughs> I've never actually like how people can say you're a Taurus, aren't you? I've never been able to do that. You've but only with nailed Leos, it with the Leo. Well, I only have ever met people that ended up being Leos. Like I, I can't just like guess something about a person but anytime i've met somebody and i fucking loved them on site they always end up being a leo so i i guess i should be able to ask if they're a leo but i also don't want to look like an idiot if i'm wrong that's true and a leo might tell you Mm -hmm. that i love a leo i know i love a leo i I like a leo too but they're a little I, i don't know i'm a little afraid of them i feel like with an aries i'm more like in tune with with an aries and with a leo i feel a little more like 
intimidated, I guess is the right word. Um, mm-hmm. They've got so, a, a very, a bold, a bold personality. A bold energy. And I, it's a, it's a good thing. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's always, it's a bold creative energy though. And I'm intimidated in a, like a, do I want to be you kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, right. That's so. exactly it. It's like a good intimidation. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we're 10 minutes in. Eva's not here. Can you tell? Because we're so off fucking track. But uh, <laughs> Eva sent us some stories and mm-hmm. she did say I should go first. So, okay, cool. oh, my Lord. I just saw it too. First subject, a cowboy ghost for Christine. Ah, thank you. Uh, this is from Lauren. She, her, hers. And it says... Hey, all, I hope it's not too late, but when you mentioned spooky experiences related to our childhoods, cool that we did that, don't remember, I immediately thought of Hell's House. Growing up, summers were spent visiting my great aunt Joni, who lived in a small Colorado town. Being kids, she let us do basically whatever we wanted, but the one rule was to never go to Hell's House, which was directly behind hers. I mean, you and I, like, we hear that and we're like, okay, let's go to Hell's House. I feel like the second you fall asleep, Joni, I'm leaving. Joni, we would never do that as we're, like, packing our bindle to move into Hell's House. (laughs) Pinky swear as I'm charging up the EMF detectors. (laughs) Pinky swear, Aunt Joni. We would never. Everything about that house seemed straight out of a horror movie. The doors leading inside had been removed, so it was easy to look into the house and see that the floor was covered in clothes, trash, old toys, and there were even pictures of a family strewn about. Ugh. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Gross. Despite no one living there and the house no longer having electricity, my Aunt Joni described seeing the house light up at night, hearing voices, and scratches covering the walls and doors. When we were really young and dumb, my cousin siblings and I would go to the house. Okay, you get yeah. it. She gets mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And even though I was always scared to go in, my cousin Brandon wasn't. He and my sister would go in to see what they could find. And one day Brandon brought home what was dubbed the demon doll. Forget oh, it. For Brandon, come on, man. That's me. And then Em's like, Christine, you broke the one rule, which is like, don't bring home any haunted dolls. Well, I did that one year uh, in high school. I, oh, that's we, right. Uh, there was a go-to haunted place, the Slaughter Pen. Yeah. And I stole, I stole a few things from there, but the one year I stole a bike that truly just like came out of thin air. I We'd never seen it before. It, and it was from like the 30s and it looked like it was brand new or something. So it made me think that, like a little ghost boy just, it just appeared out of nowhere. So you were like, oh, this little ghost boy's bike, I'll take it. Yeah, I took it. I actually took it to college too. And what's wrong uh, with you? Uh and then and it was to be fair, I didn't steal it from any living person. I know that. It was in the middle of a fucking cornfield and we were by ourselves, or so I thought. And mm-hmm. um and then we I ended up having to bring it back because it was so damaging spiritually. Yeah, so, the ghost was probably like that was my one and only like Christmas gift ever. And you I remember- took it. I remember just standing in a field when I brought it back, just screaming, I'm sorry, backing away. <laughs> Did you ride it into the field like, I'm sorry, I'm no, coming? I walked it out of shame. <laughs> As you should. I think you did the right yeah. thing. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully Brandon, uh, you know, the baby does the same thing at the end of the story. Yeah, let's hope. It was a baby doll that was burnt to shit. And it looked like where it wasn't burnt, someone had written on it. Hmm. The plastic on its head was warped to the point that Joni always described it as his horns. Oh, dear. So wait, Joni is in on this now. Joni's like, I mean, I told you not to, but now that you did, like, I guess we got something to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) 
Brandon brought this doll home and Joan wasn't having any of it. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She told Brandon time and time again to get that thing out of her house, but Brandon always refused. He (laughs) kept it with him 24-7 and even slept with it at night. Ooh, I'm starting to wonder if Brandon has the doll or if the doll has Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, um, that's a good one-liner. That being said, one morning Brandon woke up to find the doll wasn't in his bed anymore. Joni was less than pleased when Brandon insisted on checking to see if the doll went home to Hell's house. Bye. Sure enough, when we went back to the house, we found the doll placed neatly on the kitchen counter, staring Mm. at the back door as if it was expecting us. Even Brandon didn't want to go inside to get the doll. I don't know what scares me more, the idea of the doll getting up and walking back to the Hell House on its own or something entering Joni's house to retrieve the doll. When Brandon finally grew the courage the following day to actually get the doll, it was gone and we haven't seen it since. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. Over the years, there have been several paranormal investigators come to visit the house, catching EVPs of screaming and things being thrown around. Honestly, it's a wonder the house hasn't been condemned. Growing up in an incredibly superstitious family, I grew up with all kinds of ghost stories, but to experience that doll was a whole other thing. Anyways, I can't say enough how much I love the show and the fact that this podcast has given me life over the last couple of years, and I hope this story brings at least a fraction of the joy the podcast gives me. I'm probably worse at ending stories that I than I am at starting them, which says something. So that's it. Oh. And there's not even a punctuation, which I love. Just okay. Kinda, just kind of leave it. Irish goodbye to her own. Just her own <laughs> Yeah, note. drop it. Um, wow. I, wow. I, I don't, I don't, like, what if Joni took it back? But Joni probably would have thrown it away. I feel like. If I, if I were, if I were Joni in the scenario you're coming up with where she brought the doll back, I would have grabbed it and just like thrown it into an open window. You wouldn't window. have placed I, it like I, gently on the counter. I wouldn't have gone yeah. in that house alone at night by myself. Especially if you're so superstitious. Yeah. And I guess you wouldn't have thrown Ooh. it away either. Maybe maybe just like tossed it back in and been like, okay, bye. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the very least, I would have like left her on the porch of my own house or something. So she wasn't inside. Just like, like if you take, it take away her, take from her. the house. Yeah. Oh, creepy. I don't like that it also then disappeared afterward. I also have so many questions for Joni. I'm like, when you moved in, did yeah, was Joan. that house like that? For like, real. did you? We need more info from Joan. For someone who's so superstitious, did you see that house and think, I'm going to move here anyway and just have that creep show next to me? Or right. did you, do you know the origins and you watched it? That's a it, great point. You know? And I love that, like, it's so interesting that paranormal investigators have been, which means it's, like, known enough. Yeah. Like, it's well known enough. Um, and nobody clearly lives there. I, wonder, I was going to say, do people live there? That's why there's, like, clothes strewn about. Maybe there well, was, like, no, someone said, who's like, unhoused. Well, no, it said, like, the doors are missing and... Mm. Oy. Yeah. Wow. I I just don't like it. But I also, you know, I the slaughter pen also had things like strewn about that were personal objects. And Ugh. it was just it was so weird because it, it felt like you were creepy vibe of like they just up and left. And you're like, why? Oh, it felt apocalyptic. If you looked for the longest time, you couldn't get into the house. Um, Now you really can't. They've officially boarded the house up. Right. But when you look through the windows, the cabinets were still like, still had like cat food from the fifties in there. Oh, it was so creepy. And like a microwave was still on the counter and like cabinets were open as if someone had just like, like s- wiped all the, the food out into a bag or something. Oh. It's so eerie. Like they just had to bolt. It Ugh. is apocalyptic. It feels like zombie apocalypse. Like, yeah, just make a run for it. 
Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? Maybe your child is too shy to ask questions in front of the entire class, but they can get extra help and positive feedback with IXL Learning. IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. This program will improve your kids' grades. Backed by research, kids using IXL are scoring higher on tests. From studies done in almost every state in the country, the kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. And one subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home pre-K to 12th grade. If your child is struggling, this is the smartest investment you can make, and a month of IXL costs less than an hour of tutoring. Additionally, IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And and that's why we drink listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash drink. Visit IXL.com slash drink to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Daylight saving time is starting up again. It may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates any sooner. There's only one way to do that. ZipRecruiter. Right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com drink. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, our next one is called A Haunted Doll Outed My Boyfriend. Okay, so the theme this month, folks, happens to be dolls. and Which is I don't... like one of our least favorite topics in, in, I... in that we're scared of it. Yes, ma'am. That's the truth. Okay, so let's just all buckle in as I'm coming down from an anxiety attack that I have to now read about dolls. Okay. <laughs> that was a quick one. <laughs> a Haunted Doll Outed My Boyfriend. Oh, God. Okay. This is from Alex G, who uses he, him, his pronouns. And the story goes, hello, and that's why I drink crew, and most importantly, lemon. Oh, okay. <laughs> Correct. My name is Alex, and my pronouns are he, him, his. I love that we reiterated that. <clears throat> I started listening to the podcast in January of last year, and I was instantly hooked. After ca- trying to catch up on the podcast for a little over a year, I'm finally in the home stretch. <laughs> I wanted to start off by saying thank you for all your hard work that goes into making the show. The show has brought me many distractions and many laughs throughout the course of the last year and a half, and I'm very thankful. That's so nice. I wanted to write in for the upcoming June, okay, listeners episode. <laughs> LOL. Because I have a story that is both paranormal and something related to pride, my i.e. my boyfriend's coming out story. Every month is pride month, so yeah. here we go. <laughs> even August. Even yeah. the shitty month of August. Just I'm sorry, August birthdays. <laughs> Poor August. Everyone's just crying right now. Uh, it's someone's August 1st birthday right now, Oh my god, the they were so excited for a birthday <laughs> oh. wish. Happy birthday to you. I'm I, so sorry. I wish for you an extra month of summer vacation. I do too. So my boyfriend helps me write this, so I made sure to get his permission before sharing. 
And here we go. In January of 2019, I had been dating my current boyfriend of almost four years for a few months at the time. We were hanging out late one Sunday night because it was the night before Martin Luther King Jr. Day and neither of us had to work the next day. Little did we both know that our night was going to end with a bathroom full of blood and emergency surgery. What? Alex. Fuck. Excellent writing, Alex. I am on the edge of my seat. My boyfriend and I just had a tonsillectomy. My, my boyfriend Wait. and I? No, my boyfriend. My boyfriend. I thought I was it was like, like, thought so it was like a, a partner activity. <laughs> M, should like I a, be getting my veins removed too? Like a two for one deal or something at the M, hospital. you want to come over Monday or tomorrow? We no, have my, a little butt, butt camera action. I My butt is like the only thing that doesn't have an issue going on. So I'm going to keep it that way. For Thank now. You. <laughs> for now my boyfriend had just had a tonsillectomy and had a pretty rough go of it in terms of his recovery but it's he supposed was to be a really hard thing for grown-ups for to adults get. yeah, yeah. It, it's i had mine at 20 at like 21 or something and it rocked me it yeah, sucked it sounds, sounds fucking terrible my boyfriend had just had his tonsillectomy, but he was 12 days in, and most people are back to normal after 14 days. Because of that, we decided to kick back and watch Bagel Bites, of course. Mm. We decided to watch him run around and yell at ghosts. The episode that we picked was the Island of Dolls episode, which happened to be the episode that featured our haunted doll friend named Harold. Oh my <gasps> gosh. Harold the Doll is still one of my favorite episodes we ever did. I like I'm sure it was mine too. I don't remember, but maybe I should. It was the time in your old house and the EMF detector started freaking oh, yeah. out when it got oh, super yeah. spooky. Ooh, that was creepy. That was a creepy one for sure. As we're sitting and watching the show and com- completely out of nowhere, my boyfriend's incisions start to bleed profusely, <gasps> we, which led to him spitting up and vomiting copious amounts of blood. <gasps> oh, God. The panic started to set in when the bleeding wouldn't stop, and we oh, decided God. that we had to call a surgeon and perform, call the surgeon that performed the tonsillectomy to figure out what to do. Due to a gruesome photo of the amount of blood that had been collecting on my bathroom counter and floor, the surgeon suggested that we get to the ER immediately (gasps) to prep him for emergency surgery. Oh, my God. On the way to the hospital, my boyfriend was in such discomfort that he had continued vomiting blood out the window of my car on the (gasps) highway. Imagine being behind, like, just had (laughs) a nice dinner at the Applebee's splat. god like imagine the horror <laughs> oh no yeah that's like truly out of final destination Ooh, i just got chills just thinking about how like traumatizing that would be <laughs> i just like i'm just imagining that it's obviously like a minivan full of like at oh, least four children course. holding ice cream cones of course like, like having back their, from the fair their birthday is august 1st and they're like this is the best day ever <laughs> and then all of a sudden blood you just hear a, like a sea of children screaming in the van <laughs> It is final destination. You're right. Like so horrifying. <laughs> well, fortunately, we made it. We made it to the hospital, no problem. This is where the pride element of the story comes into play. <laughs> Great. I'm glad we're proud in this moment. <laughs> I needed to stay with my boyfriend until his parents arrived at the hospital. The only problem was that his parents had been pretty vocally homophobic up to this point <gasps> in regards to his older brother also being a member of the queer community. Uh-oh. And that meant that my boyfriend wasn't out to his parents and I had yet to meet them. Oh, no. I had a pretty awkward run in with his dad before leaving the hospital anxiously awaiting the results of the surgery. After my boyfriend came out of surgery, 
which this time he'd fully recovered from. Thank God. The I doctor can't he had to have surgery. Like that's really scary, especially like surgery on an open wound. I just when imagine already it's had double it. pain. <laughs> yeah, it's like I already went through that. The doctor told him that he had never seen anyone bleed so heavily after being so far along into their recovery. Mm-hmm. Everyone was convinced he did something against his against guidance to cause such a failure, but he repeated over and over that he was just drinking water when the bleeding started. More importantly, he was soon in a pinch where he had to come out to his parents to explain the nature of our relationship. Oh, this ult- my lord. This ultimately led to a very awkward conversation with his mother where he felt the need to explain his bleeding tonsils was not related to some other sexual act. I mean, I was thinking it. I wasn't going to say it, but when <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't thinking it until he said, oh, I like they thought he did something against medical guidance. And I was like, what could he have done? Oh, but apparent, I believe that he was just drinking the water. I believe and he was watching just drinking- ZB. But wow, I, I didn't even think about that until... I read it where I was like, oh, my God, I can't imagine, like, the horror of having to say, and like, one, I'm gay, and two, don't envision me doing this thing that I'm now putting in your mind by saying it at all. And Ugh. sorry I vomited blood all over your minivan. I didn't realize that was right, you behind me. Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Fast forward to last year when I was listening to the episode where M covers Harold the doll. And in that episode, they mention uh, that multiple people had experienced vomiting blood after <gasps> looking at the doll or seeing photos of it. Wait, whoa, I don't remember that. Me either. I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> I instantly... You should have listened to that episode before. Sorry. I know, I know. I instantly made the connection between that information and our <laughs> indulgence into my bagel bite guilty pleasure back in 2019. That's when I realized that Harold the doll essentially outed my boyfriend to his parents, and I knew that I needed to send this story in for the following June listeners episode. Is that not the most modern day, like, haunting activity? Like, the ghost is like, it's not enough to make people vomit blood. I want to get, like, I want to do more psychological damage. Like, it's not camp enough. I need to out you. Yeah. (laughs) I need to fucking ruin your relationship with, or at least strain your relationship with your parents. Now, that is some deep psychological stuff. Vomiting blood is a crazy way for Harold the doll to be like, hmm. That'll do, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Everyone thinks you did something dirty. I hope you enjoyed my story, even if it doesn't make it on the episode. Surprise. My boyfriend's relationship with his parents is much better now, and he loves Lemon. Ugh. Even though he (laughs) should... Even though the show scares him too much to be a regular listener. And thank you to Eva for reading my email. If you like this story and we were able to make sense of my writing, I have more stories to share. One of them includes... Uh, stories from my old job that was haunted by something that definitely didn't seem to be human and was described as a darkness that was darker than dark by multiple co-workers. OMG. Uh, But that's for another day, I guess. (laughs) 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 Cheers, Alex. It doesn't seem very, um, very queer friendly to out somebody uh, at at the emergency room. So I guess Harold's maybe not. Um, Not an ally. Not an ally, precisely. Okay, so, oh no. What? I just scrolled and I was like, I literally almost with my mouth said, at least we're not talking about. No. PTD. PTD, if you don't know, stands for P-E-G-G-Y. The doll. The doll. And uh, it's the doll that causes all sorts of problems, has caused us many technical 
technological, electrical issues, and also uh, caused our listeners many issues. So this is your warning. Um, Eva uh, isn't even here to fix our tech issues. If I we love have that any. Eva's like, oh, how convenient. I actually have an appointment today. Right. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> an appointment to sit on the couch and watch TV and not help with this one. Um, and just a warning, if you are driving... I'm only I'm only saying it because a shocking amount of people who listen to our PTD episode or who have been around this doll in person have said that they ended up in car accidents. So like like nothing major. I mean, I will say like we didn't cause like as far as I know, it was only a couple little fender benders. But just be careful. OK, just be careful. I love this first line. OK, by the way, this is from Lee. She her. And it says, hey, guys, not sure if you read your emails. <laughs> no, Honestly, we don't. I should be offended, but you're correct. <laughs> you're correct to, to worry and it's to, like, to it assume. Hur- it hurts that you were right. It hurts, but it's true. Hey, guys, not sure if you read your emails, but I just started listening to your podcast last week. Two weeks ago, question mark. IDK time is fake. Mm-hmm. And I just listened to your episode about Peggy the doll and I wanted to share. Wow, you said the whole name. I know. I know. I was just feeling a little chaotic. Okay. As soon as Em started talking about the doll's story, I got a splitting headache and the vision in my right eye went all wonky and wrong. I also have a cold and I started having a coughing fit while listening, which was normal. But then I tasted freaking blood. Oh my God. Are you Alex's boyfriend? This is... (laughs) (laughs) This is upsetting. It all immediately went away as soon as I paused the podcast to text my girlfriend about it. It came back when I turned the episode back on. Okay, (gasps) so when you say girlfriendly, is this like a romantic partner and are you queer? Because maybe these dolls are just all not homophobic as shit. Maybe they're all just homophobic. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying two for two. They were all they were all homophobic. That means our whole podcast is fucking screwed. Okay. It came back when I turned the episode back on, and to make it all worse, the flashlight on my phone started flashing on and off. Hmm? I'm working on a painting, and the lighting in my room is too dark, so I was using my phone flashlight. I fucking swear my heart stopped out of pure fear, and I had to skip through to the end of M's story, three crying emojis. (laughs) As soon as I got to the end, my headache went away again, so I'm officially freaked out. Anyway, just thought I'd share. Love you guys, and I can't wait to be all caught up on the podcast. Lee. Ooh, that got... My geese all bumpy. That's <laughs> that's not 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 great. Oh, I hate that. I, don't I love also it. also my ego's a little shattered that people have to stop listening to me talk. Okay, um, but don't be because there are multiple like crying sad emojis. So okay, they're clearly devastated. I'm glad the guilt is there. Um, the guilt is there. But wow. Okay, so just like I don't know. Hey, when we gave that PSA of be careful as we discuss her proof in the pudding someone started tasting blood immediately so and then paused it so apparently you can pause it or skip forward yeah (laughs) apparently don't like i'm not that's not a guarantee but that's what i've gathered yeah i don't know if you can pause the fender bender you might get into but you know (laughs) oh right good point maybe that'll go away once you pause I don't uh, know. <laughs> well, I will say thank you, Eva, for not making me read PTD's I name. I love, I love that she knew I will read it. You and, wouldn't. And also, like, who the fuck do we think we are, Christine? Because we talk <laughs> who about- Who do we think we are for real? What gives us the right? Because we, 
talk about how goddamn dangerous she is. We're afraid to say her name. We have literally looked her in the eyes and talked to her at the Zach Bagans Museum. I have zero. Like I, That was the most chaotic evil I've ever done in my life. Every time you say I, we don't say the name, I like... I say the name. I can't help myself. It's like it's like the Hell's House. Like I, I'm like I know I'm not supposed to do it. Oh, I just want to see what happens. I just can't believe it. It just I for us to go. Don't even think about it. And we've looked her in the eyes. Yeah, we're like you guys. You be really careful. Sign this waiver. Don't say her name. Anyway, yeah. let me just drive my car and shout about it <laughs> using her full Christian name. Shopping for humans is hard. But shopping for your dog is easy thanks to Bark. Every month, they deliver toys and treats just for your pup because they deserve to be spoiled. At Bark, they send your dog a whole new collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. Whether it's their fun plush toys from BarkBox or their ultra-tough toys from Super Chewer, they give your dog exactly what they want. And for a limited time, they'll double your first box for free. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com drink. That's right. You can sign up now at BarkBox.com slash drink for this exclusive offer. This ad is now over. Let's go back to petting our dogs. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Juni, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. And Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, I'm happy to say this name. This one, we, we've actually already mentioned this episode, but this story is about Harold the doll. Um, mm. Oh, and then the rest of the subject line is, I almost died. Okay. Oh, sorry. Whoopsies. We're so, always looking at PTD. Now it looks like Harold is causing... Coming in hot. More problems than we thought. He wants the title. So That's true. This is from Madison. He uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And Madison says... In all caps, okay, listen. Oh, I'm listening. Fine. I had an experience listening to an episode, and I am only on episode 87. RIP me. I have so much to catch up on. 86 is Harry the Doll. I just wanted to share my experience because I thought I was literally about to die. I mm. had a McDonald's Coke. I'm at work. I work for a music academy, and we keep tea for our singers. So I was stocking the tea while listening to the episode. I had this really weird chest pain, so I went back to my desk to drink some Coke, thinking maybe it would help somehow, and it did not. <gasps> the Coke literally sat in my throat and refused to go down. Yeah. 
Ew. I was literally choking and gasping for <laughs> air. Ew. <laughs> I was literally choking and gasping for air and trying to make it come back up. Ooh. I ran to the sink by the tea and tried so hard to spit it out, but it wouldn't come up. Oh, so it's like fully Oh my God, just... you were like choking on it? Uh, I was working alone and was terrified. I was about to pass out. I have never felt such immense pain in my throat and chest and have never experienced a drink getting stuck in my throat <gasps> and just sitting there. But it was so fucking scary. I currently have a side pain now. And that's the end of it. <laughs> that's uh, the end of the email. Are you currently still with us, Fred? I, I feel I'm, like I'm I feel like worried. I feel like she was writing this as it was still stuck in her throat, and we've never gotten clarity on whether or not she actually swallowed the soda. Good it point. Just, I feel like the 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 singer came by for tea, and she's like, "Can't you see I'm literally drowning?" <laughs> like maybe it is like drowning, like you know when you like yeah. swallow water and you can't. I mean, maybe I don't. Also, know. it That's... sounds like it like solidified in your throat or something. That's so creepy. Yeah, I never heard of liquid getting like stuck in your throat. That's that's very alarming i mean i wonder if harold was like trying to get her to throw up blood and just like couldn't pull it off right you know also like the that really elusive last sentence of i now have a side pain yeah and then not even goodbye nothing just that's all yeah the end like just, no I, I have a side pain talk about a cliffhanger oh mm. okay wow what a doozy um so good luck to you i hope you're okay yeah let us know how you doing um this is from olivia and it's called laurel canyon haunting it says hey guys my name is olivia and i come from a stereotypical los angeles family to me i don't really know what that means i feel like there's m vegan maybe that. vegan surfers that's gotta be it. Oh wow. Okay. All right. I'm your, spelling it. Your dad was actually part avocado. So Oh, that explains it. Well, that mm -hmm. means Olivia's also part avocado, I would imagine. Good for her. Wow. Hey guys, my name is Olivia and I come from a stereotypical Los Angeles family. Both of my parents are in the entertainment industry and have been divorced since I was born. Okay. That okay. I mean I'll yeah. do it. <laughs> my mom lived in WeHo, and my dad has a place in Laurel Canyon. His house was right above the canyon store, and it was creepy AF. My dad doesn't know how to settle in a house, so he basically likes to buy them and flip them. I don't know why he picked this house, but I can tell you that I'm so glad he doesn't live there anymore. When they first started working on the house, my dad ended up finding a ceramic birdbath buried and broken into three pieces. Because my dad is psychotic, he decided to put the bird bath back together and display it outside. <laughs> that sounds like the most dad thing I've ever heard in my life. He's like, I've got epoxy and some Gorilla Glue. Let's put this bad boy back together. It's like, I don't it's see where it's broken. It's a good bath. Bad birth. What it was it a bargain. I got it a long time ago. Why? It's not that broken. Come on. It's perfectly good. My dad used to be a heavy... Oh, sorry. I forgot the line. This is where everything starts to get fucked up. Okay. My dad used to be a heavy smoker, so he'd often go to the backyard to smoke. One day when he went back, he saw a girl with long blonde hair, but he couldn't make out her face because she was basically in the woods. My dad thought she needed help, so he asked her if she needed anything, but she wouldn't respond. He got freaked out and went inside because he thought she might be a crazy woman. A few weeks went by, and one day when he got home, all of... What? A few weeks went by, and one day when he got home, all of my baby dolls were sitting upright on the couch. Bye. 
he thought it was my uncle trying to prank him because my uncle had been helping out with all the construction. However, after that, every day, once he got back from work, the dolls would be back on the couch in the same position. Mm. He finally called my uncle and told him to stop because it was freaking him out. And my uncle said that he had no idea what he was talking about. Once my dad explained everything, my uncle told my dad that he had also seen a girl with long <laughs> blonde hair. Ugh. My dad finally put two and two together and reburied the birdbath. After that, everything stopped. He also sold the house, smiley face. Okay. And this one ends with the end. <laughs> what a what a um hmm, an eclectic group of endings to this. I know. I feel like everybody is like so I'm just gonna back out of here. I don't know how else to leave. I'm waiting for somebody to just end it with like Finn. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that. That's how I end things. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I guess don't unbury bird broken bird baths. Well, I guess if you find something spooky buried in the ground, like don't trust. take it upon yourself to yeah, trust that it's been buried there for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. Like it was maybe let's not gl gorilla glue it. Back it together. wasn't buried there for you to unbury it you yeah know? for a crafting project you know which is wild though because i feel like i would see that and be like and not think anything spooky about it like why i wonder why the girl was so attached to the bird bath maybe that was her favorite place or something you maybe know? it was like her bird bath and somebody shattered it yeah I Whatever. I'm glad it was after it was unleashed, it was released. Unleashed. So. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for your story. This one comes from Amanda. Um, here's something real crazy. It is Oh, oh I'm I see. looking at it too. I think I had to scroll. scroll. There's like a scroll. giant cat picture somewhere in there. Yes, yes. And a okay. doll picture. Just so oh, no. you know. Um, I really hope I didn't just see PTD because I think I just did. Well, one of the pictures, unless I'm, oh, no, no, it just got split in the PDF. PDFs are crazy. PDFs That's are crazy. Said hey, the boomer hey, in the room. Are no. you ready? What's the deal with PDFs? You know? Hang on. <laughs> I literally didn't know what you're doing. I was like, what? Oh, is that but um or whatever? No, is it, it the was, right one. Wah, 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 oh. <laughs> which actually worked better. Okay, cool. Okay, good, 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 good. <sighs> okay, so anyway, this one's from Amanda, and the uh, subject line is, "Oh, listeners' episode." Uh, oh. So Amanda is keeping it vague for us. Love mm. that. And Amanda says. Uh, hello, and that's why we drink team, fam, and fluffy friends. Hmm. Amanda, they, them pronouns, love a fellow they be. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. Uh, my favorite drink is Arnold Palmer. <gasps> oh, we're starting you? We're starting hot. I know. <laughs> Am I, Amanda? But or out cold. Of the, Wink. Out of... <laughs> i need to eat food i'm like so mad right now that i can't eat i feel like i said arnold palmer and you got like really triggered <laughs> i did I, I, except i could probably have that right no that's definitely the color of dark tea Shit. and lemonade damn it and how's your sprite take a swig Actually, look what I got. It's Sprite Cherry, which I didn't know existed, but it's like clear oh. flavored or it's clear colored. Remember Sprite Remix? Sort of. When we were kids, it was like there was like a purple one and a red one, but it was clear and it blew our minds. 
Oh, yeah. See, this is what I like is that it's cherry flavor, but I feel like I'm tricking everyone because mm-hmm. I love cherry and they're like, you can't have cherry. And I'm like, oh, can't I? If you put that on a cup, a doctor would approve it, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. My favorite drink is Arnold Palmer, but out of the two, I would have to be team milkshake. Hey. Sorry, team wine, but I'm more of a hard liquor person. I don't know what you're apologizing for. I was going to say, I mean, me too. My partner introduced me to your show recently, so I'm very new, but I love these viewer episodes, and I forgot that I have a story of my own to share. It always makes me so sad that if if they're just listening 340 episodes ago, like they're not going to know that they were chosen okay. as a listener's episode. I thought that too, but think about it. If their partner... Oh, yeah. Is the one who introduced it. Maybe they'll be like, oh, shit. Like, Amanda, your story, you know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, don't know. I hope so. That's that's the hope that I tell myself. To preface, my partner and I both love spooky shit. Like, really, like, spooky shit. Horror movies, animal bones, and other oddities. So, my partner takes it a bit further. He has probably over 100 dolls that he has either purchased or had been given by friends and family. I was on board until the dolls. This is what people thought we wanted, which is why they started sending us dolls at some point. Remember that? That's true. And I did kind of keep them for a while. So I was. We were accidentally building a collection. I was cousin Brandon from earlier. (laughs) You were Amanda's (laughs) partner. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Seven of these dolls, which are there's over 100, as Amanda says, seven of them are haunted. Honestly, those stats are low compared to what I was expecting. Um, Agreed. I thought 97 would be 7%? Like, that's pretty low. I'll take my chances. I have a feeling you'd want to see, so I attached a picture of them all. Okay, that's what that was. Oh, is that the one? Can I go look? Mm -hmm. I don't want any spoilers. Let me see. I don't know if a spoiler... I'm I'm where you are. I don't know if a spoiler's coming. I know. You know how sometimes you used to yell at me because I would read along? This was Mm. way back in the day. I don't do that anymore. But, um whoa oh i mean beautiful i'm gonna just change the subject <laughs> Sur- change the super picture. not haunted at all Mm-mm. the haunted dolls were purchased through ebay if i'm not mistaken and he likes to do this he likes to do it this way because they usually give a description about what kinds of things the spirit likes and what activity the owners had been experiencing each doll has an interesting story personality it's like tinder for dolls like it's like uh loves attention but needs a little bit of like alone time or it's like pet finder maybe like pet finder like good with kids i feel like let's tmtm this but like why don't we create a haunted doll tinder where like collectors can go look and swipe around and see now we're purchase now we're talking because you know why because we would have to be the ones to be acquiring all of these items you realize Uh, that right no 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 it would be like a third party to ebay or something we're like the silicon valley type and someone else has to do all the like legwork we just i'm so lucky you're so lucky i don't know how to code because the things i would get us into would be crazy i like kind of do but i have some secret things that i've been waiting to reveal to you but I shouldn't have said that. What do you know? It's been like a, a year, two, three years in the making. So, but I. Well, what it's do fine. you know? I don't know anything. Did you learn how to code, Christine? Oh, I know how to code. Yeah, I took coding courses in college, and um. So what else is there? What's 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 coming out of this? What do you? Oh, I just I've made a few things. Oh my god! I just never knew what to do with them, so they're kind of sitting in limbo, waiting for their right moment. Is this the right moment? I will say, no, not yet. 
Okay, well, let me know when it gets here. Um, <laughs> I just like to strike a little tinge of fear in your heart every now and then. She's there, I promise, at, <laughs> at 100% capacity. Um, okay, well, moving on, having learned nothing and a lot all at the same time from that experience. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, eBay, right. And then the, we do the Tinder thing. Okay. Uh, each doll has an interesting story, personality, characteristics, likes, and dislikes, just like anyone else, really. Uh, they are currently displayed on a bookshelf in one of the basement bedrooms because they do not like being in, kept in boxes. Okay. Don't put baby in a box. You That's know? exactly right. When we moved into this house, we did not yet have a bookshelf for them, and they let us know that they were not pleased. <gasps> I, I feel... They let us know. <laughs> I feel like I, that's just, you're just signing up for like a toxic environment for like, you're not even dating this person or something, but they're like, well, first things first before you do anything it's like else a to roommate, this house. Yeah. It's like a roommate who's not paying the rent and you're like, yeah. oh, you have so many demands. Yes, exactly. I can imagine it was a lot of energy cramped into one box originally. And the activity mm. was physically harmless, just startling. Great. My partner had a tube of chapstick thrown at him. We heard the sound of broken glass one night, and we were unable to find any kind of source. Mm. And when I was walking up the stairs, they made it sound like someone was actually falling down on them. I didn't hear it, however, despite being right there. So I guess their partner heard it. Yeah. It's fair to oh, say that's that scary we... too, to think like, oh, you're, you hear a crashing and you're like, oh my God, you, did you fall down the stairs? And they're like on the stairs like, what? No. But I, like, it's, I, there's that's nothing, terrifying. There's nothing scarier. Well, I'm sure there's scarier things, but <laughs> there's there's nothing. Finish the sentence. <laughs> there's nothing scarier to me when two people are in a room and only one is experiencing the thing. Oh, that is really that is really scary because at least you have the validation and the like we're in this together. Otherwise, and think about the mind fuck of like oh so I like now both of you know that things could be happening around you that you're not oh, even aware of true and that this thing is control it can can this thing can control beyond your own senses so like <gasps> it is it if so then it spirals even more and it's like so if you're experiencing something it's because it wants you to know ew and it's like specifically choosing you to witness it <sighs> But also, like, if I, for example, Ugh. Harry, I'm not giving you any ideas here, but if I heard, like, if Leona were a little older and she were going up the stairs and I heard someone fall down the stairs, Ugh. like, worst nightmare, you know? Worst and then you nightmare. turn and it's like, she's fine. Like, that's really yeah. scary. Uh, oh, it's so scary. Yeah. Oh. Well, now I have always been completely fine with the dolls being around. Luckily, these kinds of things don't bother me. Wow, you the your your must be nice. <laughs> my ability to see that as anything other than a red flag is like <laughs> different than yours. Let's just yep. put it there, because I'd be like, uh, it's me or the dolls at this point, for sure. I've always been completely fine with it. Um, I figured they weren't bad spirits. They were just a little salty about being kept in a box for a few weeks. And honestly, valid. I wish that this first story were about any of these dolls, but it's not. Since my partner is an avid haunted doll collector, he's very sensitive to energies and objects with generally spooky vibes. What if he wasn't? What if it was like he has zero 
like he just has a wall there and he's like i don't know i just like how they look and everyone else is like you're ruining our lives with these dolls he's like what i don't hear anything that would be the red flag actually that one is I feel like-, like that would be the only acceptable way to collect dolls though if you're like they don't bother me like if yeah <laughs> i don't know true. i don't know i see both sides of it i feel like uh if I went to somebody's house and they had a bunch of dolls that were obviously haunted, but they just denied it. That's like, true. That's true. Like this person is crackers. Like, yeah. Crackers. You like you are delusional is what I I'd would be think. like. At least admit it. At least admit it. Unless maybe they're trying to like not scare me. So they're like telling a fib. But then you've got to like, what if they know that they're haunted and they're trying to like be coy about it. So they say they're not haunted. And now the haunted dolls are mad at you for not acknowledging that they're and haunted suddenly publicly. you're falling down the stairs. And uh-huh. that's how we got here. Exactly. Well, apparently while thrifting one day, a seemingly random doll stuck out to my partner on the shelf. He said that it was like the doll was reaching out to him. Please. <laughs> Please. Please get be for real. Like if I if if I ever felt something reaching out to me and it had a face, I would be like, no, no. <laughs> You'd be like, push <laughs> it's away. Like, it's like I'm glad you're reaching out. I'm I'm going. This is a fun dance we're doing. I'm going into another aisle. <laughs> All I could tell about the doll was that it looked pretty cute, had big eyes, and he wanted it so it came home with us. Mm-hmm. Little did we know what was in store for us in the short two weeks that we had this doll. Mm-mm. yep before we get to the good good oh great mm-hmm. i think it's important to add that we are both desensitized to spooky things so it did take a while for us to put the pieces together about what was going on i like how you prefaced it because my first response was going to be are you kidding me yeah seriously okay because i assume everything's a ghost so if like if allison sneezes i'm like oh my god a ghost. oh not again yeah so i am the opposite of you i would already be running for the two weeks that we had the doll we noticed that my cat also pictured because i love him was coughing a lot see allison sneezing cat coughing i told you it's not it's one and the same we thought that it was maybe just dust or dirt bugging him since he goes outside sometimes we took him to the vet of course and they gave him some medicine thinking that he had a kitty cold or possibly asthma he did better on the medicine and we didn't think much else of it my bedroom is right above the doll room and it was starting I was starting to notice that I was having heart palpitations pretty frequently, combined with a general chest pain every once in a while. My partner and I were discussing some of these things and thought that it might be the doll's energy not loving being around other dolls. So we agreed that we would have our witchy friend come and sage the doll and the house in a few days. The same night I went to bed and at around 2 to 3 in the morning I woke up and saw a shadowy figure standing in the doorway of my room. No. My sleepy brain thought that it was just my partner coming to say goodnight or checking on me, and I didn't think much of it until the next morning. I got up with some chest pain and bad mental energy. I would think it was finally starting to get to me. When I was putting on my shoes, I heard a thud beneath me in the doll room. I may be an idiot, but I'm no... (laughs) I may be an idiot, but I'm no idiot. (laughs) Okay. Wait, that's the best line. Put that on a shirt. You need to put that on your cricket. I am. I'm literally like, somebody give me a design. I need to put that somewhere. I may be an idiot, but I'm no idiot. So (laughs) that's beautiful. So I did not go check it, this thud. When my partner got up, I told him what happened, and apparently he had his own run-in with the doll that night. He was putting away some laundry when I went to bed, and when he came into the living room, he could hear something like a metal table violently shaking. Ugh. 
He's a badass, so he screamed, if you don't cut this shit out, I'm going to destroy your vessel. Whoa! And the the shaking stopped. What a spooky thing to say. That's exactly what a fucking, like, wizard would say. I mean, literally, like, I will destroy the vessel upon which you came. I mean, Jesus, like, what an alarming thing to say, but also probably very effective. That kind of sentence is what Zach Bagans thinks he's saying every time. Uh, Okay, I was going to say, I almost thought it was a Zach Bagans thing, and then I was like, I don't think he could come up with that on the spot, though. Does he know the word vessel? I don't. <laughs> Is this a vessel? I've definitely heard him say it, but it might have been written by somebody else. I'm not really sure. Uh, I, yeah, he's only said it in like some spooky poetic way about like <laughs> that episode where a horse was pooping <laughs> in the carriage or something. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I love that episode. <laughs> where he's like, oh, look. It's like, okay, it's horse shit. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, your partner's a real badass. Got it. Seriously. Okay. Uh, and the table stopped shaking. We talked about the doll, and my partner decided that this doll would do better at the Museum of Shadows. What? Oh, sure. A haunted object museum in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay, so now uh, I know where we're down, going Eva. next. We got, a pl- we got a road trip plan. By the way, three minutes ago, I was talking about how I'd run in the opposite direction, and now I'm like, we have to go now to Omaha. Now we're like, let's get in the car immediately. <laughs> we'll stop guess... at Hell's House on the way. Yeah, exactly. And... Yeah. I guess the drive down there with the doll was not a smooth one, but now they have her and she is out of our lives. Witchy friends still came and brought us sage and all kinds of protection jars. And for a palate cleanser, I'll give you a funny spooky story. One of the dolls named Melanie likes to fuck with technology. So she is the one housed in a glass box with twinkle lights in it. Okay, kind of adorable precious. She has to be so happy about that against my better judgment. I kind of love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> She can play with the lights to her heart's delight. And well, well, one night we had some friends over and one of them got absolutely obliterated. He's <laughs> Team Peppermint Schnapps. <laughs> oh, whoa. That is a rough night for them. And probably, I mean, imagine the puke the next day. Oh, it's got to burn. I gave him my room, which again is above the doll room. We went to bed somewhere between 1 and 2 in the morning, and what we didn't know was that Melanie's lights ran out of batteries. (gasps) Some of the dolls communicate through dreams. Oh, my Uh God. So what we think happened is she snuck into this poor drunk person's mind, made him get out of bed, walk down past a baby gate we have for the cats, and into the doll room just to turn on the main light. up. Because we have a video camera in that room that picks up motion and sound, and all you see on the camera is them peeking into the room just long enough to flick on the light, and then a moment later you hear them say, what am I doing downstairs? (gasps) I love that they were like, peppermint schnapps, that does the (laughs) trick. Now I can enter the mind and soul of this person. <laughs> Melanie, tonight, you know, Melanie sounds like she might also like peppermint schnapps. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyway, that again, we we've Irish goodbye here on the uh, on the letter. Oh so my gosh, you it. guys, are you all okay? Like, it's worrisome because they're all about dolls, and I'm like, somebody just tell me you're okay. Can you imagine if all of these people didn't actually write us at all, and in the middle of the night, all their dolls just started typing on ah! keyboards, sending in their own stories? No, us. it's like anyone at their house on who drank way too much peppermint schnapps, like got on and started. <laughs> Why am I on their computer? I'm imagining Melanie with a little bottle of schnapps, just like banging her plastic hands on. <laughs> Hang keyboard, on, hear writing me about out. writing about her fairy lights. Hear me out, Amanda. Maybe you need to give her just a couple drops of some pepper 
government schnapps. See what happens. Yeah. If, if she likes, li- well, never mind. I was gonna say if she likes lights, you should give her like a scented candle. And I'm like, no, don't set leave wow, fire by maybe a ghost. don't put flames near the doll. Um, but you know, it's a good effort. Uh, oh no, but you know what you should do? They have like those little tea lights that like um they're electronic and they like change color. Oh, uh, Melanie would could, eat that. Oh, you could give up. her like a whole light show to c- control. Oh my gosh. Oh, at Christmas time, imagine the possibilities. You should direct her towards the window on a night where there'll be fireworks. Oh, <gasps> Melanie would lose her mind. I wonder if, th- if this reminds me of like a Stranger Things thing. Like maybe she can communicate through the lights, you know? Yeah. I wonder if you t- like do some like lucid dream work if you can just hang out with Melanie at a fireworks show. Oh, how fun. That'd be dope. I mean, it seems like. Melanie can fucking roam around and enter people's yeah, brains. Yeah, you know what? So Never why mind. Not? She's why is she even in a glass box? Yeah, like, she's good. <laughs> Actually, I think Amanda thinks she's in a glass box, but like a lot of the time, she's not. You know, she's roaming around. Melanie, if you're listening, please don't enter my dreams. We love that for you, though. I Melanie. love your journey, but keep it over there. <laughs> All right, last uh, story. I think it is. We have a seventh bonus here today. So this is from April. Hi, April. It says, oh, so the subject is creepy doll on my property. April uses she, her pronouns. It says, hello, I'm Christine and Eva. Longtime listener, first time write-in. I don't have a story, but more of a question. Uh-oh. Oh, this is a, a few, first. Damn. Yeah, this is a first. Uh, we can't promise any wisdom, but Mm-mm. we'll try. A few months ago, while I was leaving my house on a walk with my son, who I also called Babu, shout out to sweet baby G. Okay, that's adorable. I noticed a small doll laying on the bright yellow fire hydrant that is outside my house along our road. Seems innocent enough, right? No. In my opinion, no. So I just know more's coming. So like, oh, get to okay, it. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I have listened to plenty of your episodes and listener stories. That being said, I have built in paranoia about dolls, especially ones that just show up randomly. Of course, I'm sure it was just placed there by another child on a walk. But why is it still there? Mm. It has been there for months, maybe even longer. I snapped a photo and sent it to my husband joking about it. And he had seen it months prior and told me not to touch it, saying he was creeped out by it, too. My son always points it out now and I just distract him with something else or keep walking. My husband had a great idea to write to you guys to ask how I should get rid of this doll without getting haunted or receiving bad juju. Do I use tongs to pick it up? A broom to knock it over and sweep it into the street? Do I throw it away? I know how much you guys love talking about creepy children's toys and dolls, and I need your take on it. I've attached a picture of the doll in all capital letters. I love you guys so much, and I would binge listen to you more if my three-year-old wasn't around so much April. Okay, let me zoom in. Can you see this picture? Kind of. I It's, you, it's small, you, much smaller than I thought it was going to be. I can't really. It's like it's a, like it's a tiny little doll that can sit on the rim of a fire hydrant. How do you? I can't zoom in. Hmm. Let me try. I think maybe. I, mean, I don't know if what its face looks like, but I get the gist. It's like a little a little miniature. Is it like old timey doll or is it like modern day doll? It looks like it's a plastic kind of Barbie doll situation. You know, like I wonder. Duplo. Okay, every time I see some, a Duplo, interesting. Every time I see something kind of like. Uh, placed up high like on on a walking like on a sidewalk I usually assume like this happens sometimes like there will be like a mitten or a hat or a toy like on our fence because I think if a kid drops it out of the stroller like someone walking past will just pick it up and put it like 
right out of the sidewalk so i'm wondering if that's what it is but it is a little weird that not one single person has felt comfortable yeah moving it, it for it's months. odd that, that a whole neighborhood sees that thing there and either it's they're all giving like it takes a village energy and they're like oh we'll leave it for the person who kept it there and just having like the best honor code i've ever right. seen a neighborhood handle or everyone's freaked out which is also hysterical which is that bad ev- bad news bad news <laughs> i think it's like kind of like funny in a fascinating way of like how is everyone getting this kind of vibe from this you know yeah even the husband was like just don't touch that like they were like oh i'll send you a joking photo and then they were like don't touch that i've seen it is there i mean my first thought without touching it i would leave a sign next to it or a letter and be like does anyone know what this doll's about (laughs) like i mean i've made friends by leaving notes in the street (laughs) And so oh my lord. Okay, but so like what would you write? Like let me get let me have an example. Uh I mean, so if I were just trying to be as generic as possible, I'd be like we keep see- we've seen this doll for a while. Uh does this belong to anybody or uh is someone missing a doll or Wait, I know. What? Why don't you do a next door post? Yeah. You know? Yeah. A ring, like on a ring or neighbors or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, like on next door, uh, you can have, you can just post a photo of it and be like, hey, this has been here for a while, not sure. And then if nobody knows what it is, or maybe you'll get more intel, like maybe you'll pe- people, people will be like, I've seen that too. Something creeps me out, you know, then you can get like the consensus from the neighbors. That's yeah. what I would do. That's what I would do. I also, I mean, I, I love leaving a note. I feel like, but like, I where would, would you put? Like, what would you write? Like, text me. Would you write your address? I mean, you're you asking. No, no, no. You're ask. Your your act. Your questions are all reasonable, but I'm talking from a place of like 3 a.m. I'm not thinking all the way through. Oh, like, and I'm, I'm not. I'm just asking, like, so that she can do what you're suggesting. Like, should she put like, text me and like her number? You think or like? I I don't know. I have no oh, idea. Okay. I. I'm telling you what I would do and it would have not been fully thought out. I would leave oh, I a see. note as if I'm maybe the doll and I'd be like, help, where am I supposed to be? Why am I here? And then, and I just then you, it leave, would have just created even more drama. <laughs> I would just leave chaos. a pen for like more people to write on the, to continue writing on the paper and it'd be a fun little back and forth. But realistically, I would just do what you said. Just like uh, reach out to as many people as possible and like yeah, on an app. And or like, like if you have a Facebook neighborhood group and be like, hey found this outside does it belong to anyone or should i toss it and then see what happens and i would say i don't know if it's if it's like super creepy and it really gives you bad vibes like i just probably would leave it like i don't yeah i don't know it's not your responsibility i guess i mean i guess if you're you don't want your son to accidentally grab it i can see why you might want to get rid of it but yeah i mean if hmm. you if you felt then compelled to get rid of it or something i would just maybe I'd I'd do like a like a proper little like funeral or burial or something and like yes, leave I her with I love and do, light. Like yeah, I would be do, like, yeah, I would Google. Like, I'd I'd sweep her into like a little shoebox or mm-hmm. like a a little Ziploc bag or something, yeah. and you know do like a proper like we love you and and you can leave now. You can move on and I don't know if you wanted to but you also yeah like christine said this isn't your responsibility yeah i would say like don't feel like you have to unless you really want to um but also if it feels like i'm being compelled by a dark energy then maybe just leave it (laughs) yeah maybe just leave it 
<laughs> and I wonder if by putting so much energy into caring so much about this doll, that's giving right. it energy. That's a great point. Especially if everybody else is like, yeah, you seen that doll? Mm-hmm. It's creeping me out. And if your husband's like, oh, I saw that doll. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm getting nervous about this doll now. <laughs> Why does everybody have such a strong opinion about it? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's very weird that so many people are freaked out. Yeah. So let us know what happens. It, let us know if you do post about it, because I, I, I am curious, like what other people um, think or have said or feel Make about a TikTok, it. maybe. Oh, that's a good idea. And just be like this little girl. She is terrifying all of the neighborhood. Yeah. What if we you're wondering what we would do, we would try to make content out of it. <laughs> so I'd exploit it for exp- sure. Yeah. <laughs> so and then leave it with love and light. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do like a blowing, I, blowing a kiss emoji at the end of the video. Yeah. Yes, that is that. There we go. Just like, but all this was for her to have a nice, happy time. Yeah. Somewhere else. Somewhere exactly. Far, far away. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's that's our first Q and A we've ever done here. Wow. That. What a delight. Was it like, fun um, for you? <laughs> it was fun for me, but I don't think that they got any good answer. I mean, maybe they did, but I mean, I feel like they went to the wrong place asking for genuine advice. I think especially we probably especially because neither of us are experts when it comes to like what a proper ritual would be if you actually felt like this thing had something attached to it. So exactly. That's exactly it. So maybe, you know, Google it. But that that's that's where I stand with it. Yeah. Anyway. Good way to cool. end this, uh, doing something new for August. Oh, wow. Christine. So next time we hear uh, some stories from us, it will be September. But thank you, everyone who submitted stories. And yeah. um, thank you to Eva and Katie for, like, finding a theme through all of this. Curating them. <laughs> Love a doll story. And with that, I guess, do, what do we do? We just see you next month, I guess, everyone. I think we see you next month. I go drink my Sprite and cry. and Just think uh, the next time we're recording a listener's episode, this will all be done. You don't have to worry about it anymore for a while. I'll be snacking away, but don't worry. I'll mute my mic, folks. I, know I feel like you, you should, uh, for September, bring a real fancy drink that's just caked in red dye. Just bring oh my god i'll bring my cherry sprite but i'll just put red yeah. food dye in it just to make it like exactly. feel more exciting <laughs> all right everyone we'll we'll uh we'll see you next week or sunday or whenever whenever you hear us next and that's why we drink across america bp supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.